Valentine's Day, the most romantic of all holidays. That time when you not only tell your loved one how special she is, but you also show her. Treat the most important woman in your life like the little bitch that she is with Adam and Eve's Sport Sheet Doggy Straps, the doggy-style sex position aid that'll help you penetrate deeper and help her hit her G-spot. The Doggy Strap is just one of about 20,000 adult products at adamandeve.com. Toys for him, toys for her, adult movies, lingerie, bondage gear, lubes, condoms, and more. For a limited time, get 50% off just about any item when you use promo code FREAK. That's F-R-E-A-K. In addition to 50% off, you'll also receive six free movies, a special Valentine's Day gift pack, which includes a gift for him, a toy for her, and something you can both enjoy. Completing this amazing offer is free shipping on your entire order. It's all to celebrate Valentine's Day, so act quick. Use coupon code FREAK at adamandeve.com. Hey, Freaks, it's Wednesday, February 9th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, we get a good whiff of that new fish. Plus, a virgin shares with us his top five list of bangable cartoon characters, mashing your penis up in a pestle, and The Rock is cooking up new and interesting ways to use the R-word. All coming up today. Hello? Hi there. Uh, this is Tim Henson. I'm with AT&T. I'm calling to let you know we changed your phone number today. What phone this, number? This one you're calling on? Yeah, yeah, this 3033 number. Uh, we were just monkeying around on the computer, and uh, it got changed and transferred to a different customer. So calling to let you know I'm sorry, and I've got your new phone number here if you want that. No, 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 no. You get it right back to 303. It has been that number for 35 fucking years. Ma'am, there's no reason to curse at me. This was an honest mistake. I didn't mean... No, you get it back. Ma'am. Our customers know this number. Okay. I I already transferred it to another customer. No, Um, you get it... No, I don't care. It's a... You get my number back. It's a guy. He was setting up a, a phone line for his teenage daughter. And I don't care. So there's going to be a, a, a teenage girl answer your old phone number from now on. And you and better get my number back to me or I'm suing AT&T. Ma'am, there's no way to do that. I've already given it to uh, her. No, no, you don't monkey around with phone numbers and get my number sent somewhere else, period. Okay, it was... This is a business phone number. It has been this business phone number for 35 years. You either fix it or I'm suing AT&T. I'm I'm very sorry, ma'am. It was just an honest mistake. I was just... No, it ain't an honest mistake. You can't give out a number that's already in use, dude. Oh no, we can. It's it's uh, a. Oh no, you can't, because I will sue you. Okay, look, I didn't. What's your name, dude? I I didn't think I could either, but it turns out I actually. What's your name? My name is Tim Henson. Tim Henson. Yes. Tim. Tim H E N S O N. Yep, that's me. You will be num- you will be notified by my lawyer. Oh, you don't have a lawyer. Don't don't act like you have a lawyer. Oh, Ma'am. don't tell me that. Berg is on call, dude. Yeah, that that name means nothing to me. 
It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. I'm so constipated, yeah! Okay, I love shit, man. I love shit. Christian now fears his flatulence. What I say, old chap, that is quite a big pussy. So don't miss that snatch. Yeah. <laughs> yes, everybody. Tim Henson back here with you for the Wednesday edition of Distorted View Daily. You just heard Brad Carter try and ruin my life once more. Uh, he loves to use my name and give out my voicemail line as a contact number to these poor people. He's terrorizing on the phone. Uh, if you enjoy uh, really mean-spirited prank phone calls, you'll enjoy the Snowplow Show. Hosted by Brad Carter of Phone Losers. I will provide a link on the show notes today. Everyone go out and support what Brad is doing. He's a good boy. At the top of the program today, I have a a Tim Henson investment update. You know, the internet is uh, very dangerous when it comes to playing the stock market. I remember like in the 90s and early 2000s, there were all these news stories uh, touting the internet as being a great way for people to get involved, get started with uh, trading stocks. And even though, you know, in my 20s, I was extremely poor, I uh, I looked into this. I was like, oh, maybe I could just uh, start out small, you know, start investing in stuff. And then uh, by the time I retire, I'll I'll be set. And sure enough, there were tons of websites and services popping up that would let you uh, set up a portfolio. But they all wanted like, you know, a thousand dollars to get started, which in the grand scheme of things isn't a lot when you're investing. But for me, it is. I had to be careful, like, what value meal I ordered at McDonald's for fear that my debit card would be declined. Fast forward to modern times, and we've got these apps like Robinhood where you can invest as little as a dollar. You can play the stock market. You can buy cryptocurrency. It's a lot like gambling, and you know I have a gambling problem. Lottery scratchers are my weakness. Of course, it's lottery scratchers, the gayest of all gambling. You know, those lottery cards, they're all like sparkly and you get to scratch, you get to reveal something special, something that's hidden. Oh, it all, it all appeals to the gay man. Anyway, longtime listeners of the show will remember my journey into the stock market as I invested into a company called McDermott, which I think is now bankrupt. At the very least, they've been delisted from the stock market. Didn't do well with them. And I'll be the first to tell you, I know nothing about the stock market. I don't know how and why stock goes up and down. I don't know what dividends are. I don't know what splits are. I read one article that mentioned McDermott and I uh, invested everything, my entire life savings. No, I did not do that, thankfully. When crypto became a thing, I, uh, I, I'm i sure I made fun of it on the show because it sounds ridiculous. It's like imaginary money, but I invested in that as well, knowing even less. I've actually made a little bit of money the few times I've invested uh, in cryptocurrency. The first time I got excited because it was going up and up and up and and then I started to get nervous and I just took it all out. I cashed out and I blew it on like advertisements for Distorted View Daily or something. Basically just throwing money away in a different form. A few weeks ago, Bitcoin suffered a a real crash. It was up to like 60 or $70,000 per Bitcoin and then crashed down to like 30,000. So I invested a tiny bit of money and I'm up 60. So the point is uh, I'm rich and I'm ready to retire. Fuck this show. Fuck you. See you motherfuckers on an island. Now, here I am getting absolutely wet, drenched over uh, what amounts to less than $100. Meanwhile, there's a Bitcoin user out there with billions of dollars 
That's billions with a B. At this point, I would just take all my money out, get it out of Bitcoin because, yeah, I mean, it could go up even more and you could have like even more billions of dollars, but a few billion is enough really to live comfortably. And there's always the chance that, you know, Bitcoin could tank again and you lose billions. So just be, be happy with your billions, right? There is actually a perfectly reasonable explanation as to why she didn't withdraw her billions of dollars. And that's because uh, it was all stolen and she didn't want to get caught. The bad news for her, of course, is uh, I'm talking about her, which means uh, we're aware of her, which means she's been caught. Hold on. I have a message for her. And now you're poor. Oh, she's not just poor. She's in a lot of trouble. You may recall back in 2016, there was a massive hack of a cryptocurrency exchange called like Bitfinex or something. The Department of Justice says it seized about $3.6 billion worth of cryptocurrency, all of it held by Heather Morgan and her husband. The couple is now accused of trying to cover their tracks by laundering the stolen funds through a labyrinth of cryptocurrency transactions. But that didn't work, of course. Now, why am I mentioning her on Distorted View Daily? Someone stealing money doesn't really seem DV-worthy, right? Well, you gotta sort of dig a little deeper, specifically into this woman's social media accounts. In addition to hacking the planet, man. Hack the planet. Hack the planet! Heather also fancied herself a rapper. Now you're starting to see why she piqued my interest. Yes, online Heather went by the name RazzleCon. Here is a 2019 song called Rap Anthem for Misfits and Weirdos. Never forget, weirdest is most original. This song is for the entrepreneurs and hackers, all the misfits and smart slackers. What? RazzleCon, the Versace you better win. Come real far, but don't know where I'm heading. Motherfucking crocodile of Wall Street. Silver on my fingers and boots on my feet. Always be a goat, not a goddamn sheep. Email me, fuck your message at the beep. Beep, 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 beep. The bitch had billions of dollars. She could have milli vanillied this. You know, get someone to make her sound real good. But uh, her ego would not allow that. She wanted to be uh, out front, in center. She wanted her voice to be heard. I love, like, the weird kind of Middle Eastern underscore whatever in the, in the background. Spirit of a revolutionary, power of a dictator. Love to be contrary, but I'm fly like a gator. I've got pilot blood. I'm a real risk taker. I, I don't even know what half of the shit she's saying means. Pirate riding the flood. Badass money maker. Grandmother crocodile. Weirder than an X-file. Free fire. I love when people call themselves weird. You know, because it's a strange brag. I'm so quirky. I'm sure all the female convicts in the women's prison you're going to be sent to are going to love your personality. Yeah, did you catch whiff of that new fish? There's something about her. She ain't a sheep, man. She's quirky. She's weird. I like that. That's how female inmates talk, right? Catching whiff of new fish? I learned that somewhere. It was a movie. Okay, move along there. Black mama. White mama. They endured every humiliation imaginable in a woman's prison, and now they were free, a thousand miles from nowhere, bound together by chains, hate, and the erotic desires a woman gets after a thousand nights without a man. Oh, yeah, they're getting a good whiff of fish. Back to RazzleCon, I've got another one of her videos, this one titled, Female Tech CEO Shuts Down Creeps. 
The message at the beginning of the video reads, uh, the following audio is based on real interactions with a business colleague turned creepy stalker. I love your beautiful writing. I'm looking for people I can unleash orgasms on. Aren't we all? Never been much for romance. Rather do my jerk-off dance. Love at first glance, that's a stalkerish advance. No thanks, I'll pass. Rather smoke my grass. I'm going to give this woman a little credit here. She rhymed romance with jerk-off dance. That I approve of. See, this is what happens when you're uber rich. You surround yourself with people who just enable you, constantly giving you positive feedback. This woman actually believed that she was a good rapper because everyone around her told her she was. Probably because, you know, they're on her payroll or she was taking them on expensive trips, paying for everything. Don't want the harass, don't come trespass. I'll kick your ass, top of my class. Don't stand a chance, I'll shatter your pin dick like glass. Well, unfortunately, she won't be recording any more music videos anytime soon. I don't know what the punishment is for stealing billions of dollars, but I have a feeling it's more than, uh, you know, like a traffic violation. She'll probably be going away for a while. All right, uh, moving on now. We've been talking a lot about the metaverse, specifically women getting raped. I'm sorry, virtually raped in the metaverse, which again is not a thing. We call it bumping pixels. While you cannot be taken advantage of sexually in the metaverse, you can be annoyed, right? You can be harassed. If you're a victim, though, you have tools. You can block people, mute people. Report them. It's honestly not a big deal, and it's not a crime. I've got a, a clip here of a woman who kind of is overreacting. Please get away from me. The airplane. Now, the guy here is being annoying. His avatar is standing next to uh, an avatar. She, she's in a bikini. They're in a beach setting. He's holding a drink made out of like a coconut or something and he's sort of like uh, aiming the straw at her mouth you know how you would like feed a baby and you go like yeah hey, here comes the airplane Woo! the airplane she runs away get the hell away from me now and just then um, a male player sees what's going on and intervenes please get the hell away from me now dude back off <laughs> A real white knight we have here. Unfortunately, he, he too is powerless. He can't do anything. He can't make the guy go away. It's all just a little embarrassing. I always like playing those clips of uh, you know people crashing into other users' second life spaces. Second life is that uh, you know virtual world game where you can like build or buy your own house or store, whatever you want. It's a game, though, so anyone can just sort of like spawn anywhere, and uh, people get very angry when you, uh, you know, pop into a house you're not invited to. What's happening? Hello, who are you? My name is Esteban. I am traveling the lands, you know. This is Esteban, who is just a troll. Actually, he has pointy ears like an elf. Anyway, he likes to give people a hard time. Uh, in this clip, he is just, he's in the backyard of someone's house online. Well, this is, uh, this is our place, and it's rather private. Uh, we don't mind you exploring a little bit, but, uh, this is actually our home. Well, I'm excited to have met two new friends. It is a rare opportunity. I don't think so. Um, it's nice of you to drop by, but you really should leave. This is our home. Esteban kind of invites himself to move in. 
This does not go over well. Please. Leave immediately. You're leaving now. Thank you for dropping by. Goodbye now. Do the rooms come uh, pre-furnished? I have an antique couch I would like to bring in. How is the floor space? I would like to know. You're not moving. You're not moving in. You're leaving and you're leaving now. Do you understand? So funny because this guy sounds like an older individual and he's taking this all very seriously. You are not moving in. You are trespassing. This is what we have to look forward to. This is what the metaverse is going to be, freaks. Can't wait to ruin people's lives. You're not moving in. You're leaving now. What's your opinion on chickens? I have one, but I I can uh, chop it up, bring it for first day meal. It is cool. Leave immediately. You are going to love my antique couch. Trust me. Leave can I have uh, the upstairs Leave room? Leave immediately. Escort me Leave. to my room. Let's- Leave immediately. Leave immediately. Leave right now. Leave immediately. I'm a little confused about what you're asking me, to be Leave completely honest. Leave immediately. <laughs> See what I mean? Like they, The guy can't do anything. He just stands there and, and, and screams in a pitiful manner. Leave. Leave immediately. Now. Go. Maybe write it down or Leave something. Leave immediately. Leave immediately. I guess I'll go check out the crib, man. It's been a long time since I've messed around in Second Life. I don't know if you can lock your doors to, to your house. You'd think you'd be able to, but Esteban is able to just uh, waltz right in. This makes the old man even more angry. Leave immediately, you fool. Maybe you can show me around or something? Come here. You're griefing. You have to leave or we're going to get you thrown out. Now. What about sleeping? Very high ceilings in here. My statue of the Norse god Thornton will fit perfectly. Leave. Yeah. Leave immediately. That didn't work the first 12,000 times you said it. I'm sure you'll get a different result this time. Spoiler, Esteban did not leave immediately. I've got one more clip from Esteban. It's another home invasion. (laughs) This apparently is just a a woman avatar. Just hanging out in her house. All of a sudden... Esteban appears. Hello? Hello, this is private property. Oh, I'm sorry. How are you doing? It's okay. I'm doing fine. Is it just you here? Um, no, it's not. <laughs> My husband's here. Yeah, he, he he's downstairs, though. He'll be right back. You better leave. Your husband? Oh, it makes sense. A beautiful girl like you must have husband, right? Now, this might end in a virtual rape. Hey, what's going on? Oh, oh hello, oh. my friend. How are you? There is a husband. That's bad. How are you? Pretty good. I like your home. Thank you. Uh, this is our private home. I will be on out then. All right, thank you. Before Esteban actually leaves, though, he notices another avatar in the corner, a little baby. And the baby text messaged him to go away. Your child is yelling at me. Yeah, she's a little skittish around strangers. You must discipline this child immediately. I don't think so. I don't think so. This is her home. I don't think so. Hey, child. His mic kind of sucks in this video, but uh, he clearly says, hit the child. Shut up. Excuse me, sir. You do not come into my home and disrespect disrespect my family. Now you're starting to... Again, getting extremely angry over 
absolutely nothing. This is my family. You don't come into my house and tell me how to discipline my child. <laughs> All right, so now fast forward. Two days later, guess who Esteban runs into again? Hello, my friend. What's up? How are you doing? I'm doing. Have you disciplined your daughter yet? I'm not gonna discipline my daughter for nothing, mister. I don't know who the fuck you think you are, but you're fucking with the wrong one. Excuse you keep harassing me, mister. I'm gonna rip your fucking face off and shit down your lungs. No, excuse me. You can, it's funny because <laughs> above their heads, you can see when they're speaking. It's like a little green uh, speaker icon. And when you're talking too loud, it turns red. And so it's, his icon is just flashing red over and over. You think you're a tough guy, but... Yeah, it's like all red right now. I will break you, my friend. Do not fuck. You want me to big man? Let's go! Come on! I will take your daughter and marry her, and then I will treat her right- I'll tell you what, I will kill you, son of a bitch! All this guy can really do is just sort of bump into the Avatar and, and kind of nudge him a little. That's it! Come on! Fuck with me! Come on! Come here and give me a kiss to me! Come on! Motherfuck. Fuck with me! Fuck with me! Come on! This goes on for eight minutes. In the video, in reality, this goes on for hours and hours and hours. Ace. Back again, I thought you were scared. This is two hours later, by the way. Dude, you need to just take the fuck out of here, seriously. Come guess, on, guess man. What? Come on, man. Guess what? What, man? Your ass is grass. Your, Your ass, ass is grass. grass. And I will mow it All with right. my feet. <laughs> then fucking bring it. You bring it. I am child of what strong men and women. Strong oh, you ain't family fucking life. shit. At one point, Esteban has a change of heart and uh, just wants to be friends with this guy. That request is uh, quickly denied. Can we be friends? Fuck you, dude. Why? Fuck you, man. You just, you just fucking signed your death warrant, motherfucker. You don't fuck with me. Can we start over? No, I don't think so. Again, I just gotta say, I can't believe people are getting so riled up. They're taking things very personally. You're a piece of fucking trash, fuck face. Get it to me, you You are fucking trash. What more do I need to say? You fucking little scumbag. Say you love me, you say beautiful you motherfucker. Motherfucker. I wouldn't say I love you, to you. you f man. You're fucking gay, you cocksucker. What? Gay. Just because I see the beauty in a man, you call me gay. Eh. Why don't you fucking take a hike? Well, in the end, these two uh, did not become friends, and uh, Esteban continues to search for a place to crash. And hey, if you want to uh, check out this guy's YouTube channel, his name is Charlie's with three Z's. I will provide a link on the show notes today. Looks like uh, it's been a few years since he's posted anything. I think he's given up on Second Life, but he has a bunch of just wonderful videos to check out. And finally, before we get into the news today, I believe we have featured Chris Lidecker on the podcast before as a Utard. He's one of those anime dorks. And when I say anime dorks, I don't mean someone who enjoys anime. Anime dorks to me are like, uh, you've got waifu pillows, purple hair. You collect your jizz in a mason jar as some sort of weird offering to the hentai gods. Anyway, uh, Chris is back with uh, his top five Cartoon Girl Crushes. I'm only going to say this once. Oh, yes. A bit of a disclaimer or warning at the top of this video. If you are a girl watching this, 
please turn off this video because this is a boys only video. I don't know if this goes without saying, but uh, this is an adult male. Judging by the looks of him, he's somewhere between the age of 30 and 75. Okay, so turn off the video if you're a girl. Yeah, he's not playing around here. Girl, if you are a female listener of Distorted View Daily, I don't even want you listening to this segment. We got to respect Chris's wishes here. Are all the girls gone? Can I continue on with the video? Okay. Now, I love anime girls, but this time, I'm talking about cartoon girls. Once again, it's that time of year where it's Valentine's Day and... You know me, you know the story of my sad life. Girls hate me. Maybe it's because you don't let them watch your videos. You're kind of a snob about that, actually. Well, to be fair, three girls kissed me on the cheek when I was at high school. So you're pretty much not even a virgin anymore. What a stud. Three girls kissed him on his cheek. Those girls, unfortunately, all passed away from a mystery illness shortly after the peck on the cheek. At least I got that going. But seriously, what are girls... Why do girls not like me? I mean, seriously, I wear sunglasses. I drive motorcycles, and here's a picture of me right now. Oh, there is a picture of him on a motorcycle. Now, the problem is, somehow he has made riding a motorcycle look incredibly uncool. I think it has something to do with the anime pants he's wearing. He's got an anime hoodie, but the pants are like uh, a, like one of those like prints where it's all over. It's just faces of uh, like uh, anime girls plastered across his pants. Yeah, cartoon girls. Growing up, I had there was like a lot of attractive women on TV that were cartoon. Oh, I hope Gemma's on that list. She was a fox man. And I know they're not real, obviously, but. It would be nice if they were real. He's got to say Daphne from um, Scooby-Doo, right? I'm trying to think of, like, who are the hottest cartoon girls? Today, I'm talking about... Judy Jetson? About <laughs> five girls I had a crush on. Okay. Okay, the first two girls I'm going to talk about, technically, they're from anime. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Come on, he's the whole point of this video is that they're not anime, they're cartoon, not anime. But you know what? They might as well be cartoon because I thought it there were cartoon. Let's be honest. These girls can be cartoon and anime. Of course, I'm talking about Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay, for Pokemon, I gotta say Misty. Misty was so attractive in Pokemon, okay? You, how the hell can you look at this woman and not be attracted to her? I mean, she got them legs. She looks like she's 12. Seriously. I mean, I guess that's not unusual for anime characters. They all look and sound like toddlers. Hi, Galileo 2333. No, I did not summon you, Galileo 2333. Good God. All right. And uh, as for, uh, what did he say? Yu-Gi-Oh? That was the other one? My Valentine. How very appropriate, because it's, you know, Valentine's Day. Yeah, I, I never watched that show, but apparently there's a character named My Valentine. Why does he like My Valentine? But My Valentine got the the boobs. Big boobs. And I really love big boobs. That woman is attractive. I mean... Keep it in your pants, dude. I, I want to sleep with My Valentine. I really do. And if you don't, you're gay. 
You are gay. Well, Chris Lidecker has clocked me. Okay, let's do these last three real fast. Thank God. I love Heather from Total Drama Island. Never saw that show, but okay. Um, what else? Oh, yes. I know I should probably go to jail for saying this, but... No one is going to fight you on that one. I had a crush on Violet from The Incredibles. <laughs> no comment. Oh, I don't have a comment. I think someone else might have a comment. Hi, Galileo2333. <laughs> By the way, this is my new favorite thing on the show. This is the Galileo popping up anytime a child is mentioned. <laughs> like he's just lurking in the bushes. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what is your last cartoon crush? Daphne from Scooby-Doo. I knew it. So predictable. I mean, just like my Valentine, she's very attractive. And yes, I want to sleep with her. Right. And don't even get me started on the live action Scooby-Doo movie where Daphne's there and she's hot. Sarah Michelle Geller, yeah. Okay, that's that's about it. Oh, thank God. That's it. All right. Thank you, Chris Lidecker. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. And I'm fucked up news. I love doing this podcast, but I can only continue it thanks to the support of the Distorted View Sideshow members. They are the reason this show exists today. So if you like uh, whatever the hell I'm doing here, please consider becoming a Sideshow member. In addition to uh, keeping this thing going... You'll also receive weekly exclusive episodes. Typically, I do Sideshow exclusive podcasts on Tuesday and Thursday. This week is no different. Yesterday, I posted a Sideshow exclusive program. It was very fun. Tomorrow, I'll be doing another one. Memberships are very inexpensive. Go to superfreaksideshow.com. You can sign up right through our website, and uh, you'll get access to a special RSS feed that you can plug into most podcasting apps. If you happen to use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can sign up right in the app. Makes it very easy. You don't have to mess around with RSS feeds and shit. Again, thank you to all of my Sideshow members. You are the reason this show continues. Other ways to support DV. We've got a Patreon account where you can pledge as little as a dollar. If you pledge at least $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. If you pledge uh, $20 a month or more, occasionally I will send out uh, DV merchandise to you. And this month is going to be one of those months. So it's a great time to sign up for Patreon. Patreon.com slash Distorted View. All right. Three very quick stories now. First up. A nine-year-old boy. Hi, Galileo 2333. Oh, I said, I don't think Galileo 2333 is into young boys. I think it's only young girls. But, I mean, in a pinch, Galileo would make do. Uh, A nine-year-old boy has partially amputated his own penis while crushing up vegetables with a mortar and pestle. He started with an avocado and he ended up making some cacamole. Thank you. Thank you. The castration calamity occurred in the Central African nation of Gabon. Case was published in the Urology Case Reports. The date of the disaster was not disclosed, but the injured youngster did not seek treatment for three hours after sustaining the traumatic penile injury. He went right back to crushing up those vegetables. Oh, you gotta really respect the African work ethic. The bludgeoned boy presented at the hospital with a compressive bandage soaked in blood. Well, he crushed his cock and was quickly rushed into the operating room 
Doctors described his demeanor as anxious. The male's mangled manhood was examined by medics who found that he had partially amputated his penis glands. What does partially mean? Like it wasn't completely cut off. Like it was sort of like hanging by a thread of skin at least. So that's good, right? Because, you know, if you cut it off completely, you might lose it or it gets dirty or whatever. He also completely ruptured his urethra, the duct, which transmits urine from the bladder. So he was all messed up. Incredibly, doctors managed to save the patient's penis, cleaning the wound and sewing the head back on. Head on. Applied directly to the thick and nuts. Head on. Applied directly to the thick and nuts. Head on. Applied directly to the thick and nuts. Right. Another head on joke. This is a product that hasn't been sold since 2008, but I'm still going to go with it. Very timely. Distorted View Daily. Come for the topical humor. Leave disappointed. Ting. After doctors sewed the head back on, uh, he subsequently suffered a severe infection that caused his nether regions to swell up. Some guys would actually pay money for that to happen. Uh, And the stitches on his penis became loose. He was given antibiotics and the infection eventually disappeared. After a 25-day stay in the hospital, the boy was able to return home. According to the medical study, the youngster returned for a checkup a year later and his penis was in perfect condition. Really, it was that beautiful. It's perfect. Oh, my God. That cock is exquisite, doctors exclaimed. Quote, there is no longer any local inflammatory phenomenon, no urethral stricher and painless and aesthetically acceptable healing, the report said. The report also states the penile amputations are incredibly rare, although they're not unheard of. In Brazil, President uh, Jair Bolsonaro or something stated back in 2019 that a thousand men have their penises amputated in his country each year due to lack of basic hygiene. Meanwhile, British man Richard Stamp, Dick Stamp, uh, was forced to have his member cut off after being diagnosed with penile cancer in 2018. You gotta bring this whole news story down. It's depressing. Talking about dick cancer. No one wants to hear that. Stories about a, a kid who mashed his cock up in a pestle. But in the end, you know, the doctors exclaimed, Oh my God, it's beautiful. That penis could win beauty pageants. Literally, the last paragraph of this news story is about penile cancer. While he may have lost his dong, st- Stamp gained stardom appearing in his own docu-series, Shopping for a New Penis which was released in 2020. How am I only hearing about shopping for a new penis for the first time right now? I'm disappointed in myself, and quite frankly, I'm disappointed in all of my listeners. You should have brought this to my attention. We have all failed today. All right, second story we have for you today. This one comes from Las Vegas. That's in Nevada, which is in America, the greatest country in the world. May the light of freedom forever shine from Lady Liberty's gaze onto each and every one of us. God bless America, my home, sweet home. (sighs) Yes, a man is accused of threatening to blow up a Las Vegas casino, telling officers that he had a grenade up his asshole. God bless America. No, 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 not the right time. 
you got to pick your moments. This is not one of those moments. Brian Gower, 46, faces one count of making threats of conveying false information concerning an act of terrorism after the incident on Friday morning. According to police, Gower was arrested at the Strat Hotel and Casino after threatening to blow up the building, officers wrote in an arrest report. Police said while they were talking with the man, he was saying random things and talking about Joe Rogan. (laughs) Oh, my God. As if Joe Rogan doesn't have enough problems right now. It's probably like, what the fuck? Now my name is being dragged into terrorist threats? First, COVID misinformation, then the N-word. Now someone's saying I encourage them to stuff a grenade up their rectum? The sad thing is, you know he's going to have to go back and look through his transcripts because that's... Something that may have come up on his show. Sounds plausible, I may have said something like that. Police said while they were talking with Gower, he was saying random things and talking about Joe Rogan and his ex-wife. At one point, Gower uh, stated to an officer that he had a grenade in his backside and he wanted to pass gas. Officer said Gower had previously spoken to hotel security, telling them they had 15 minutes to evacuate the building or it would explode. To be fair, I don't know if he was talking about the grenade or his ass. Officers did not find any explosives on or in Gower and uh, took him to the Clark County Jail. Gower was arrested in 2021 after making a similar threat in downtown Las Vegas. He's the boy that cried ass bomb. Final story we have for you today. Well, the mob is coming after Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Why? Uh, because he came out in support of Joe, another Joe Rogan related story. Good God. We get it. He's the most popular podcaster in the world. I'm so jealous. Anyway, uh, The Rock came out in support of Joe Rogan back when, uh, you know, Joe was uh, accused of spreading COVID misinformation. But then The Rock took back his endorsement when all those clips of uh, Joe Rogan surfaced of uh, him saying the N word. The Rock was like, whoa. I don't want anything to do with him anymore. So the internet did its thing and searched for whatever they could find on The Rock, and they found some stuff. In a uh, recently uncovered video, uh, The Rock can be seen uh, allegedly making light of trans people. Let's see how bad it is here. The video has already received 1.1 million plays. Like a bloated transvestite Wonder Woman ready to fight crime. Couple things here. I don't know when this video was produced. I mean, I know we're all we're supposed to call them trans or transgendered now, but I'm pretty sure, you know, a decade or two ago, transvestite wasn't that bad, right? Maybe it was. I don't know. He could have said tranny. He didn't say that. Furthermore, it, it's not that disparaging towards trans people. Call this person a transvestite wonder woman. She's powerful. She was cool. Like a bloated transvestite. Well, bloated is not is not very complimentary. Like a bloated transvestite wonder woman ready to fight crime. Yeah, ready to fight crime. A superhero. Crime. Pew, 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 pew. I don't think it's that bad. Come on. Someone else did some research research, and found additional clips where The Rock says a bunch of racist, anti-trans, and anti-handicap things. The says, Let The Rock tell you in Chinese. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh's right. <laughs> Chinese? We all know what's coming, right? A very bad impression. Ding bong, ding dong, he's 
doing jokes on trans people and on Chinese people. Who does that sound like? Tron Kim is an Asian-American police officer with the NYPD. Lolana Lewis is his newest partner and a post-op transsexual. Together, they solve crimes on the mean streets of New York. They are Asian and the Tranny. Look, I may have been a bit misguided, but my heart was in the right place. These two minorities have not received the representation from mainstream media that they deserve. I was trying to create a vehicle that would showcase both of them at the same time. Kill two birds with one stone, you see? Yeah, okay, just get in the car, you big white ape woman. Oh, Kim, this is the first time you called me a woman. That television pilot had a lot of heart. I realize the accents may have been a little offensive, and I used the term transsexual instead of transgender. I also used the word tranny, but it was a different time back then. When did I record this? 2015. The world was a much different place. We were all so young and unenlightened. All right, uh, back to the story here. I don't need people to cancel me. I do it myself. Thank you. I'm a fucking go-getter. I'm Tim motherfucking Henson. All right, so The Rock is uh, speaking in Chinese. Vince, does the retard understand what you're saying? You understand retard? Wait. Like a bloated transvestite Wonder Woman, ready to fight crime. Shut up, bitch! (laughs) (laughs) Trying to cancel The Rock for saying shut up, bitch? There are also tweets from The Rock that he hadn't yet canceled. Apparently someone by the name of Katie wrote, I used to be hashtag team bring it until I realized that The Rock is a douche. And The Rock replied, Shh, don't be angry, Miss Katie. It's not our fault you're turning tranny tricks to put yourself through nursing school. Shh. This was back in 2011, just four years prior to the premiere of Tranny and the Asian. Again, what's funny is this entire conversation and outrage and digging up old clips and stuff, it's entirely contained on Twitter. That's the only place this is going on. I mean, then it sort of spills over to the mainstream media, but if Twitter didn't exist, I don't think cancel culture would be such a huge issue. Lukey Pukey 1990—that's the the Twitter user, Lukey Pukey. He wrote, uh, "I don't think saying the N word is cool, but does The Rock want us going through old WWF tapes posting when he hit women, insulted women, insulted trans, insulted gay people? Because I have three clips right now that would make him get canceled, and I believe we played some of those." It's so funny, like, if you don't like something a celebrity says, all you have to do is dig through their archives. You'll find something they could get canceled for, and you just bring it up on Twitter, and an uproar ensues. Meanwhile, everyone is canceling everyone at this point. I don't know, is anyone not canceled? It doesn't even mean anything anymore. Joe Rogan's been canceled. Yeah, he's still making $100 million from Spotify, and Spotify hasn't canceled his show. He's still doing it, like... He's not canceled. No one's really canceled. It used to be like, you know, we would used to like, you know, eight months ago, people would be canceled for things like, I don't know, if a celebrity sexually assaulted someone and that news got out. Then it was like, yeah, Jeffrey Tambor on the set of Transparent made some sort of trans joke or he put his arm around an assistant and she didn't like it. And you know, so that's kind of physical, but it's not really on the same level as full-on sexual assault. And then it's moved to what people say, canceling people for what they said in the 80s or whatever. 
It's like Ted Danson getting canceled for blackface. For the past two days, I've seen like uh, the name Ted Danson trending on Twitter, and it's all because of this thing that happened in, I don't know, 1990 when he was dating Whoopi Goldberg. He uh, did a, a roast of her you know, at the, at the Friars Club or whatever, and he, uh, he went in blackface. He was trying to be funny, obviously missed the mark. I remember when this happened. I was alive. He was condemned for it back then. It was widely reported. It, it, you know, it wasn't like all of a sudden this thing surfaced recently. This was out there. Everyone knew about it. Just because younger people ha- are just finding out about something, he shouldn't be canceled again for it, right? How many times are you going to punish someone for something? And kind of it's the same deal with Joe Rogan. I mean, millions of people listen to his show. They've obviously heard him say the N-word. No one was bothered by it because they were they're fans of the show, right? Now the people hearing the N-word from Joe Rogan are not fans. Like they're they're going through his archives. They're obviously the ones stirring up shit. Again, I I don't listen I don't listen to many podcasts, but I don't listen to Joe Rogan. But the way I understand it is uh he'll use the the N-word when it's like in an article or he's quoting someone or something, but he doesn't actually call pe- you know, black people the N-word. I always thought that was a, a sensible way to think about the N-word and saying it, but apparently people are saying that even though Joe says the N-word when uh, when reading an article or quoting someone, you can just tell he likes saying it. He wants to say it. They're really getting in the, the head of Joe Rogan. It's ridiculous. My lord, what a powerful word that is. Got the whole world twisted up. All right, uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you, freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I am all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. I think I'm uh, distortedview on TikTok. There's a, I, I've done a few TikTok videos. I need to do a new one sharing all of my alters. Be on the lookout for that. Uh, don't forget, if you pledge at least $5 to our Patreon account, you get access to a special voicemail line. I will play your calls first. Uh, I actually have a patron calling in here today. Jagoo, Timmy Boo. So I'm currently listening to the you know the current episode that you just did. Sure. Both the deaf people. And instantly, I remember it was several years ago, uh, in the mall, the local mall here, we used to have a store called... Uh, yeah, I should mention, I think it was on yesterday's Sideshow exclusive podcast, I featured a fight uh, between two deaf people. And they're very verbal. <laughs> TV Plus. It's a lot of grunting. Right? Yes. And they primarily sold music CDs. Okay? You know, music CDs, there was movies and shit too, but not a fuck a lot of them video games and yes anyway. I, understand. I understand the concept of a store not important it's a store dedicated primarily for selling music and i walk in like i was a regular customer i walk in and these two fucking deaf people as a man and a woman they're like scream arguing they're like super deaf and they can't form words so it was so fucking funny that'd be a great name for a band super deaf it's so surreal it's like one of those things you hear about and it just doesn't sound real at all but i shit you not i walk in and these two fucking deaf people fucking throwing their gang signs and shit it was fucking oh my god i wish I wish that, like, fucking cell phones with cameras were really a thing back then, but 
they weren't too fucking popular at the time and the camera like the the fucking photos and shit looked like garbage yes anyway those days <laughs> yeah it, it was the fucking weirdest most surreal thing it is jarring to see like two people arguing screaming at one another but n- not a lot is coming out of their mouths it's all like grunts and stuff like just the whole goddamn thing it was bizarre and i will remember that for fucking ever yeah just two fucking deaf people <laughs> anyways i hearing people's impression of deaf people uh, yeah this is muadib 420 by the way it always comes out sounding offensive but at the same time it's a very accurate portrayal of, of what a, a deaf person sounds like when they're when they're screaming. And I'm really sorry for my absence in in the fucking Discord and everything. Oh, I kind of just dropped off the face of the earth. What the hell's wrong with but you? But I just got my own personal demons I'm dealing with. Oh. Still listen to the show. That's what I want to hear about. Call back. Tell us about your demons. I was almost uh, raped by a succubus or an incubus. I'm not sure what that is. Oh yeah, especially call back if you were raped by a demon. Next caller. Go! Go! Tim, turn. Lord. What's next here? Uh, There you go. He is speaking English. I thought maybe he was a deaf person calling in to complain about yesterday's show. Just a few things. First of all, um, I was interested to find out that this come walking thing has turned into some kind of scene. It's something I remember seeing in a porno once, but it wasn't like, oh, you know, let's go on a come walk. It's just like, oh, this. This bitch is slutty. Oh yeah, the cum walk. I didn't understand what you were saying at first. Th- those are the videos where you uh, you come on a woman's face and then you go walk in public with her. <laughs> She's walking around with cum on her face. Right. She yeah. Like kissing people or anything either. So that's interesting. Um, let's see, also, um, I've been listening to your 2015 archive. Good year. The year of uh, Tranny and the Asian. Is that what you're calling about? I'm sorry. I've already apologized for it. I've already been canceled for it. I was thinking if you're still salty about Dan Savage beating you out on that podcast award. Yeah. yeah. Oh, why'd you have to bring that up? Back in 2015, I lost a podcast award uh, thing. I guess for best mature podcast to, to Dan fucking Savage. You could like host your own podcast award show and give yourself awards <laughs> in various categories. <laughs> it's not a bad idea, actually. I'll start my own award show. Distorted View will win every single one. It's an amazing, it's a clean sweep at the first annual Viewies. We could, uh, I don't know, do best prank call show. Could be that, uh, what's it called? Great Bag great big pranks and then just best comedy show could be you you know companies do this sort of thing all the time yeah they'll say award winning and then you look into the award and it's just something they posted themselves yeah i could be a total scumbag like that not a bad idea at all i'll give that some uh, some thought Hiya, Tim. Hope you had a nice Christmas, mate. It's a uh, sideshow listener, Limey Bastard, uh, calling about this song, Timmy Death, Let Me Faggot. On December the 22nd, you thought I was talking about when you jizzed in your belly button and played around with it. I do remember that. <laughs> but actually, I was referring to November the 10th, 2017. Notice I'm reformatting the dates for your benefit. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, you talk about your cavernous belly button for us lucky freaks. It's uh, 29 minutes, 30 seconds if you want to jog your memory. Right, so this is the guy who recorded that Christmas song called Timmy the Red-Nosed Faggot or whatever. 
a great song, but I have trouble understanding some of uh, the lyrics because of his accent. And, you know, I can't understand them. Uh, so let me just uh, play this episode of DV that he's mentioning. Apparently, some of the lyrics are in a re- in, in reference to uh, something I said back uh, in 2017. Today in Summit County Common, Plea, uh, Common Pleas Court to violating his parole. He was placed on parole in 2012 after pleading guilty to a sexual battery charge. Oh, come on. Sticking your finger in someone's belly button is not sexual battery. By the way, I have a really deep belly button, and I don't know if that's because I'm fat. But I think, like, I've always had a deep belly button. Meanwhile, I'm envious of those people who just have, like, really shallow belly buttons. It's, uh, I don't know if it's something I can get corrected in surgery, but check this out. I am going to lick my finger just to get a little wet. Oh, God. And I'm going to shove it in my belly button. In and out. And look at, check out the noise. Wait. Sorry, hold on. (laughs) Well... A little more wetness. I'm just smelling my finger. <laughs> I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can tell how deep that goes, but it's pretty juicy. See if I can get it to fart. By the way, that was a sideshow exclusive episode. I can't think of a better advertisement. Sign up right now, superfreaksideshow.com. Apparently, that's what uh, the caller here was singing about in uh, his Christmas song. Dear God, if I should be canceled for anything, it should be for doing shit like that. Embarrassing. All right, making my belly button all juicy. That is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Thank Christ. I uh, want you guys to email me, show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206 666 4463. That's 206 Oh God, is it? Oh God. Head on. Apply directly to the thick and nuts. Head on. Apply directly to the thick and nuts. Head on. Apply directly to the thick and nuts. Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you can criticize podcasts. And just as a reminder, tomorrow's episode will be Sideshow exclusive. Great time to sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I will see you back on Friday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, Donald, do you want to give me your version of the story again? I was asleep. I got woke up to her yelling. Okay. That's why I went downstairs. What was she yelling about? She's been yelling all fucking day. Okay. Why? Because she's on the rag. Oh. I got to go through this shit every fucking month. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrob Media Group. Learn more at scrob.net.